Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we'll have one song, and then Mike will have announcements. You notice I did actually manage to beat Jerry up here tonight. <laughs> so we get it back in the right order. Uh, one song, and then Mike will have an announcements. Uh, two more songs, and then I believe David... You're confu- okay, David has the Devo, <laughs> and then we'll be dismissed later. Uh, our first song tonight is number 898, Unto the O Lord. 898. I better say it. If you would, let's stand for this song, please. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed Good to see everybody here this evening. Uh, just a few announcements. Uh, just a reminder that this Sunday for our teens, there'll be a devotional after our evening service, and that'll be for all middle and high schoolers. And if guys will bring snacks and girls bring drinks to that. Uh, Valentine's for our college students will be mailed tomorrow, so if you have those with you, don't forget to uh, drop those in the box in the foyer. There's several sign-up sheets uh, that have been posted on the foyer board. CYC, which will be at the end of this month on uh, February 25th through the 27th. Uh, snacks and drinks are needed for that. If you can help out, just please sign up. Also, a sheet is posted for the Young at Heart, which is next Tuesday. And uh, the morning Devo will be at 1030. And then following the Devo, they'll be going to the China Buffet in Galpolis. Also, um, you may have seen in the, uh, the Rome Journal that there was a men's meeting that was listed for this Saturday, February the 19th. 
that's been put on hold right now. Uh, we'll come back out at a later date with or later time with uh, an updated date, uh, but that's on hold right now. So uh, disregard that. The men's retreat is scheduled for March 18th and 19th, and that'll again be at Howes Mill. And uh, if you can attend that, please sign up on the, the sign-up sheet on the four-year board as soon as possible and let, it, let us know if you're going to be uh, planning on staying the night for that as well. We just need to get a head count on that uh, as soon as we can. And also, a uh, reminder on the Bible Bowl in uh, Centerville, uh, there's a sign-up sheet for that. And again, that's for March 5th and 6th, and that's for both uh, youth as well as adults if you want to participate in that. Prayer list, uh, just continue to keep Marvin Jordan in your prayers as he uh, continues to rehab at Encompass. Um, also, Pam Leap fell this week and fractured her arm and uh, her elbow, so please keep her in your prayers. And continue to keep Kristen and James and their family in prayers as well. And Chris will be returning home um, later this week, so just keep their family in, prayer, uh, in your prayers as they uh, travel back from Tennessee. That is all the announcements that I have, and um, Dave will have the Devo, and Thomas will have closing prayer. Let's go to prayer at this time. Dear God, we come to you at this time, Father, thanking you so much for the opportunity to be here uh, this evening, Father, the opportunity to worship you, Father. We're just so thankful, Lord, that, um, that you sent your son, Jesus, to, to die for us, to, to give us the uh, hope of eternal life, Father. We're thankful for your grace and your mercy, which we're told that's new each day, Lord. And, and we're thankful for the church here at Rome, Father, for our family here, for this building that we can worship um, in comfort and peace, and for this country, Father, that allows us to, uh, to do so without fear of persecution. And, and Father, we just ask that you be with our time here this evening as we worship you, that we'll do that in a, a way that pleases you. And, and later when we go to our classes that we will study uh, from your word and we are so thankful for your word father that guides us and just pray that we'll take those things that you uh, teach us through your word that we'll take those apply to our lives that we'll use the knowledge that we gain to uh, to live in a way that that brings glory to you that uh, others can see you through us in our lives and we can bring more people to know you father and lord we are mindful of so many in our number that are struggling with various illnesses and, and issues. We continue to pray for all those dealing with COVID, Father. Just pray for their healing. Pray that uh, this will, virus will uh, begin to diminish and that things will open back up. And, and just continue to be with Marvin as he rehabs, help strengthen his body that he can get home soon. And, and Father, be with Pam at this time. We just pray for her recovery. Pray, pray that she won't be in pain and just bless her and be with her, uh, with Gary as well at this time. And and be with Kristen and James and their family. We just pray for, for good days for her and just bless her. And, and just watch over Chris as he uh, returns home and his family. Just give them safe travels. And, and all the others, Father, that we know there's so many that, that are in need. We pray for our shut-ins at this time. Just bless them, uh, comfort them. And, and uh, Father, we're uh, looking forward to, uh, to spring and where there's more light and... and warmth and, and those things are good for us and we, we look for the forward to that and and father just uh continue to be with us uh, be with us the rest of this evening we just pray for a good night's rest uh, safe travels home and and father forgive us when we do fall short and sin against you it's through jesus christ we do pray amen our next song this evening will be number 138 138, farther along.
For the lesson this evening is number 694. 694, to Canaan's land I'm on my way.
Our song of invitation this evening is number 584, Softly and Tenderly. Good evening, church family. Hope everybody's doing all right today. I want you to think about a time. Think about a time when you crossed the line. What um, made me think of this makes me uh, think of uh, how I grew up and how kids grow up today. Um, When I was... Younger, probably about uh, Blake and Thomas's age, when we used to ride our bikes, if you had a cinder block and a piece of plywood, it was a ramp. And, and everything was a ramp. I mean, you jump your bike all the time. I mean, curbs, uh, dips, whatever it was, it, it was a ramp. It, you jumped it. And what made me think about this is that um, is that we used to take a center block and a piece of plywood and we'd, we'd make a ramp out of it and we would dump it and then draw a line on where you landed, your back wheel landed. I'm sure some of you are shaking your head, oh yeah. But this is where we cross, really cross the line. We would tell our buddies, hey, lay down right here. <laughs> Let me see if I can jump over you <laughs> on my bike. <laughs> and I was thinking as a parent that my dad just standing there with his arms crossed, just smiling, watching us. You know, parents just don't do that today. I mean, <laughs> you just, you know, you're kind of scared you'd freak out. I know Mandy would. Mandy would be uh, yelling at the kids, what do you think you're doing? And I'd probably be standing there, my arms crossed, just smiling. But um, think about a time in your life where you crossed the line. You know, maybe it was uh, someone who caused you pain um, emotionally or physically. You know, you see things on TV where... uh, where customers draw things way over the line, where they'll get mad about their order and start yelling. Or you go to a ball game, a basketball game, and you see that that parent or the spectator in the stands, they get out of line. They've crossed that line, and they're ejected from the game. How about times when someone is being tempted, and it's too much for them to handle? Maybe it's an alcoholic. Maybe it's someone who's addicted to drugs. And, you know, they go to a place and they've crossed that line in their life. Or maybe it's like the Olympics that are going on right now where there's a start and then there's the finish line. I mean, there's so many examples of crossing the line. But the actual saying crossing the line actually came from sailors. It came from sailors when they would cross over the equator. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what Google says, and you know, and I know the Internet never lies. But uh, 
You know, that's what the internet says. But the Bible also gives us plenty of examples, plenty of examples of people crossing the line. You give, uh, you give the example of, of Noah and the flood, dividing the line, separating between the old and the new in Genesis 6. You also read about the Red Sea being divided and it causing a line between uh, the bondage of Egypt and the freedom of Moses in Exodus 14. I mean, the Bible goes on and on and on about times when that line was crossed. I mean, there's David, there's Saul, there's Pilate, there's the Pharisees, there's Luke, there's Dark Vader. I'm trying to see if y'all are paying attention. But examples after examples. But one example I want to sit and talk to you about this evening is that uh, Peter, to find out what side Peter was on, on that line. If we'll turn your Bibles to John chapter 1. And as you flip your Bibles to John chapter 1, the, the scene kind of starts with Peter where he denies Jesus. He denies Jesus three times. And, and Peter is saying, no, Jesus, I'll follow you. I'll follow everywhere you go, Jesus. I'll have your back. I'll lay down my life for you. You know, and as brothers and, Christ, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we should have that same kind of attitude. We should have each other's, we should want to lay down our lives. We should have each other's back. I should have your back. You should have my back. You should have the elders' back. Most of all, you should have Jesus' back. Even if it costs you your life. Now, we all know what happens next. Because this is a story we've heard hundreds and hundreds of times. It's where Peter denies Jesus three times. And the disciples, they go out... Starting in verse 21, they go out to the sea, and they're about to go start their regular jobs, the jobs they used to do, and that was be fishermen. So instead of uh, John chapter 1, I'm kind of going to go through it really quick, you know, because I find it, you know, since we have class, I want to make sure we have time for class, that... Um, no, Peter must have wanted to go fishing because he was depressed, maybe full of guilt. Maybe he was going through grieving after the death of Jesus. But, I mean, it's always, when it comes down to any kind of grieving, depression, or, or anxiety in your life, it's always good to find something to do, to get involved in something. Don't sit there and do nothing, but get involved in something. And Peter does that. He goes out to his regular job, and the rest of his friends, the rest of the disciples, they go out there on the sea with him because maybe they were worried about him, or maybe they were suffering through the same thing, and they needed something to do themselves. We don't know exactly the reason why they went out there with them. But they go out to the sea with them. 
And they go out and fish all, all night. All night. And they catch nothing. I mean, here you are. You're already down. And you catch nothing. I mean, as a fisherman, I mean, Gary, that's pretty depressing, isn't it, when you catch nothing, you've been fishing all day. I mean, so they've been out there, and Jesus appears on, on the shore, and he yells out to them that morning, hey, have you caught anything? They say, no, we haven't caught anything. And Jesus They don't recognize them, but Jesus tells them to throw their nets on the right side of the boat. Now, that seems kind of like a strange request, doesn't it? You've been fishing all all night, and you're told to throw your nets on the right side of the boat. I mean, they haven't caught anything, so they do exactly what Jesus said to do. And their nets are so full of fish that they're even having a hard time pulling the nets in of all the fish. And Peter recognizes right then and there on who this man was on the shore. Now, this is where... You know, there's so many times Peter has crossed the line by either denying Jesus or here. He could either stay in the boat and pull the fish in and go about his daily work and think of the catch he caught, or he could jump into the sea. And swim after Jesus. All his clothes on and everything. He jumps in with everything he's got. The rest of the disciples are in the boat. Still pulling everything in. They see Peter jump overboard. Sure they're thinking no. He's crossed that line. He's crossed that line. But, you know, I think of what made me think of this story today is because how many times in our own lives has sin, your sin, my sin, Stopped you from crossing that line. From jumping out of the boat. You see someone. Needs prayers. Say but. I I struggle with uh, sin in my life. I shouldn't pray for this person. Somebody else should. Maybe somebody needs food. You know, I struggle with with food in my own life. You know, I'm probably a little bit more fortunate than they are. 
How many of us in our very own lives, sin stopped us from crossing that line for Jesus? You know, Peter, Peter could have sat there in the boat of comfort on, in a dry boat. How many times in our life do we sit in our dry boat and not want to get out of it for his righteousness? When all we think of is ourselves... Instead of God. When we think of our will. Instead of his will. Instead of obeying. And not obeying. Christ wants us to throw our nets. On the right side. And then he wants us to jump out of the boat. He wants us to do what he tells us to do. When we do that, he's going to bless you. He's going to bless you with more things than you can ever ever need in your life. He's going to feed you. He's not going to let you down when things are tragic, when the walls are coming down in your life. He's going to be there for you. So what side are you on? Where are you drawing that line? Are you on Satan's side? Are you on the world's side? Or do you sit there and get as close as that line as you can, one foot in the world, one foot in the God? He wants you to have both feet on his side of the line. This evening, you're not on the Lord's side. He wants you to be on his side. Why don't you join his side now as we stand and sing?
Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and everything you've given us. Thank you for letting us come here today, Lord, and to learn more about you. Please help everyone on, on the prayer list right now, Lord. Please be with them. Help them feel better, Lord. And please just shine through us as we go throughout our lives, Lord. And please help us be as Christ-like as possible throughout this week. And in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.